Hello, 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 and welcome to Leadership Legacies and Legends. <laughs> That's not correct. Welcome to Leadership Legacies and Legends Unleashed Podcast. And because I want to keep it real, this is your host, Mary Hasworth Fernandez uh, from uh, good old Virginia. Uh, today's topic, I want to get dive right in. It is all about building community and the power in community. We can be found over on wohibymary.com. That's wohibymary.com. And I want to just celebrate and thank you for being here. Power in community. You know, you don't have to do life alone. And to drive this point home, I want to talk about a bird story. This is a true story. It happened to me. And it's a lesson in the message. So the bird story goes like this. One day, one early beautiful morning in the coolness and quiet daylight of the morning where the bugs are not out staring around, I went out my my door, my side door, and there's a trellis with this beautiful bush, wisteria bush I like to grow. And it's such a comfy, cozy place on top of the trellis that birds each year would build their nests. And this particular morning, I forgot all about the birds because they would have their little baby birds and seemed like they would have another set of baby birds and another set. I don't even know if it was the same family, but it was a community of birds. I went to cut a branch that was kind of like in the way and I forgot the bird. So I went to cut the branch and I cut it. I shook it, but didn't cut it. All of a sudden, chaos. The birds started chirping and boom, a teenage bird fell to the ground. Those birds in their tight-knit community, they took positions like an elite team. One bird in particular, maybe two, was swooping all around my head, making, telling me in his loudest chirping voice, get back, get back. You're not welcome here. I was moving toward the teen bird because I cared and I wanted to jump in there and help. But they said, no, get back. So I ran into the house because they were swooping around my head. Then I was still concerned about the teen bird. I ran around the front to come toward the the situation. But nope, I couldn't even get two feet out the door before that bird was in position on my banister, chirping and fluttering his wings. And another bird, no, do not come into this emergency situation. All right. So it, I tried a couple of times, but I knew from the side door that these birds are on their game. This bird family is on point. Next thing I know, I'm trying to make sure that they are okay. All I could do is leave them alone because they were chirping and talking to each other. They some way, somehow got that baby teen bird out of dangerous way. The cats didn't come anywhere near because if they did to the cats, what they, what was happening to me? Cats couldn't dare get near. So next thing, it was just like five, a few hours later, I still wouldn't go outside. I think I didn't go outside until that evening because the birds knew me. And each day after that, there was this bird sitting on the fence right in front of my door. I was wondering, was he going to mess with me? So I just went out the other door. But what I noticed from this family, this community, was that that they looked out for each other. They all went to work to figure out this emergency. A life of a family member or a team member or an employee or a student or a new soldier. 
I mean, just as valuable. And you know, this is Women's History Month. So a lot of moms are really on, on point, on game. They're always on point, on game. But it's just that when an emergency comes up, I mean, that elite force inside your spirit rears up and you want to make a difference, almost like the head of a company. A situation has come up. We have to take care of this. All right. So the bird story showed me a lot about teamwork, joining a community, having a community, inviting people into your community, then taking care of that community. I learned a long time ago that people are not disposable. That was that was learned in my direct sales company. People are not going to do what you want them to do, and they are not perfect. And so that means embrace each other, power up. You know, look at there. I could break my finger if I try to hit something with these fingers. But if I put them together, they become a strong community. Not that they have a lot of power behind that anyway, but teamwork does make the dream work. And you've heard that many times. So what kind of lessons can we get out of this bird story example? I mean, I didn't believe it was, you know, it was just so beautiful that it was happening. But I saw birds have unity and community. So for corporate America, for schools, businesses, and organizations, what kind of lessons can we learn from building community? And we'll go into social media teams and communities, but right now let's talk on a whole. The world is starting to come back out. We've learned some serious lessons in corporate and employee relations. Right now it's supposed to be the employee game, but really it's a team effort when you pull on individuals to be part of your organization. So yes, my heart is still fired up. (laughs) Lesson one, keep your eye on the prize, the long-term goal of what we came together to do. Um, You know, that little bird, that little student, that little employee, they're not little, they're giants within their beginnings. And so they're worth the time you give them to find their way. They have major potential because I spoke of the story of the bull in a china shop where I was the bull. My, (laughs) that story still lives and reigns in my heart. You know why? Because it meant the world to me that my, I was not destroyed emotionally or mentally or self-esteem wise from what I did to those actual china dishes and glasses that my brother had brought from overseas and gifted my mom. I mean, she could have, had a fit or, or, or screamed or hollered and made me feel like I had done something life-changing awful. But nope. She says, honey, you just sit down right here. I got this. Don't want you to get cut by the glass. She valued me over the, the dishes that were hand-picked out with love and gifted to her. And yes, there was a china closet. <laughs> so One of the lessons is, remember, keep your eye on the prize. You don't do all that homework and research to qualify a new soldier or a new student or a new employee or a new new anyone without investing in them as much as they invest in you. Remember, they have major potential. If you don't get it, someone else will. Number two, you as an individual because you are so strong and you're the newbie and you're the team player coming on board, know what you're getting into. 
before you commit to the team. Because committing to the team means that you're going to make sacrifices. You're going to make sacrifices to adapt and adjust so that you can give a thousand and one percent. Enthusiastically, gung-ho, you're going to stand by that team. But is that team going to stand by you? If not, remember what you're working with. You came great. You are great. You are equipped. You, um, you have paid the price for where you are. Therefore, Evaluate the team and see is it worth your time to invest your dream, your life, your goal into that team before you jump on board. And if things change and they're not, it's time to reevaluate and see what you can do to part or adjust. Lesson number three, it's not the size of the team or the family or the entrepreneur or the business, or the school, it's not the size that matters. You know why? Because like I was saying a a few weeks ago, there was this wonderful author that I just took on in my my list of loving authors who, she's the author and a podcaster. She wanted to showcase individuals with a dream. And this particular young dreamer that she embraced is now in almost every state in the U.S. of A. Because she saw their potential. She wanted the world to know of them. And that's why I do my podcast when I have guests the way I do. I make sure I invest in them, preparing them, helping them get positioned so the world will know of them. Because I admire them and think they're someone great. And I can see that greatness, but I want you to see that greatness. So back to that point, because y'all know how I can get off track. That company is now in several states. They probably would have gotten there anyway with or without her. However, when you are given an assignment to take action on a dreamer, a potential um, new Marine or soldier or Navy or or employee or, or individual, when you're given that assignment, will you answer? And when you show up powerful or will you have steps? They're all in and you're not, Mm -mm, that won't work. I hope I'm making my point clear. And I'm so glad you understand the way I talk because this is Mary Haswell Fernandez, your host of Leadership Legacies and Legends Unleashed. This is where you can share your thoughts, share your talents and your gifts and showcase leaders, particularly this month, Women's History Month. Who in your life is making a difference or has made a difference that changed the tide of your life or your community, or a company. You remember, they don't have to be um, at a, a great platform. They can be right there in your community, in your pulpit, in your company. So powerful individuals do create communities. They create community where they invest in the individuals. You see, it may have started with one, but then it grew and then it grew, but it's just as strong as it started with because you teach the culture of that community, the rules of engagement. So to this day, I'll name that company someday, but I got to make sure that it's okay. I'm just so proud of that company because it impacted my family. It impacted many, many families. I use their service and I would recommend their service to anyone. In fact, my children introduced me to that service. It's almost like when I travel, I feel so safe. 
because I have a backup that has been um, qualified. It's a culture of the company. And therefore, you know what to expect and they know what they're promised to deliver. So that's a community. I invest in that community. I use that company and I would promote them to the hill. I'll ask your permission, may I? So to that young entrepreneur, to that new dreamer, to that woman or person who's transitioning or leveling up in their life, remember you already came equipped. And when you build community, you're bringing as much as you're taking. You're, you're not just a taker where you eat from the information resources and find out everything you can and then go where they went to get their information instead of the the, the person you got it from, you know, people may not want you to know all of their backstory or all of their history or even the heart of the matter. But you that are looking to make a change and maybe leave some things that no longer work for you in your life and go into a new place and a new way of doing things, you bring to the table some powerful input, some powerful uh, wisdom, experience, creativity, and you are valuable. You are valuable. So remember, it works both ways. You bring to your community, and it's not just um, where you live with a bunch of houses. It's the network of people you connect with and you uh, work with. Some are for a lifetime, some are for a short time. But in community, you want to have support. Support where you can depend on them and they can depend on you. And they're vested in you and you're vested in them. There is power in community. Even birds know it. All right. Moving right along. Because <laughs> you know, there's something on my heart that makes me point to this story. And I don't know any other way to communicate it and stay out of trouble than <laughs> to share with you the best I know how. Okay. So you don't want to give that point again. People over things. People over things. I noticed on social media, and that's a whole topic I want to talk about later, that sometimes we're just learning how to get our footing in social media. But guess what? It's important that in getting your footing that you reach out and touch your community. How do you do that? You like, you comment, you, you read, you give input, you have an exchange, you show up, you contribute. And you take from the table of information that's served up, and then you bring to the table that's served up. So how do you build a strong group, a strong network? Um, there's many ways to build a strong group, a, a strong, um, let's see, what do they call it? Well, community. There's no other way. Some people call them groups, but strong community of like-minded individuals with a common goal and a common dream that's willing to invest in one another. So I think sometimes people take the humanity out of, out of the situation. The humanity is we all have a job to do when we come on board and we all have a common mission when we're working together. So we want to get a timeline. We want to know the rules of engagement. We want to just really be able to trust and depend 
on the the I guess the the the, the engagement. So it sounds kind of vague the way I'm going at it, but it depends on where you're at. When I pull my clients in to a, a, a focus and I have a focus, I have a timeline, a start and an end. The reason I do that is because I want them to come in with what they want, what they're looking for and what they need. And then I want to develop a strategy to help them achieve it. And then I want to have an end game where you are launched to go where and do what you sought to do when you first came in. All right. So that is working together. That is client, um, coach, client, um, employer, um, teamwork, dream work. That's, that's a, a collaboration. It just cannot be like this, where you went with all your gifts and your talents and you invested and you held on and they didn't. I mean, that's not a good relationship. So moving right along. <laughs> I want to say that if you are a team player or you're a team leader, it is very important to communicate with the team or the community what is expected, what is unaccepted, and then inspect what you expect so that people can go all in and bring to the team a thousand and one percent enthusiasm, trusting and knowing that you're inspecting what you expect, that you're in it as much as they're in it. So I look to um, do the visibility challenge that's coming up over on um, my website where you'll get the information we'll have by Mary. And the visibility challenge starts with communicating who you are, what you do, and who you serve. How do people know who you are if you don't share that? How do people know what you bring to the team if we don't communicate? I understand that a lot of, of us are just getting used to the visibility of social media. And social media is a world within itself. It's a community within itself. And I thank God for it because, again, my children taught me, hey, you got to get in the game. <laughs> you, you, you know, you got to get a new phone. You got to do this. You got to do that. And they're so brilliant that if they run into situations in the world, I know that by the grace of God, the same God that took care of me will take care of them. For my teams, for my organizations, for corporations, for businesses, for entrepreneurs, give as much as you take. Investing in others is not about things. It's about people. People are not disposable. So let's gear up, level up, and invest in one another. I want to, as we close out, this is Women's History Month. We lost... Uh, Mad uh, Madeline Albright. She was uh, a woman uh, disruptor. She was the first woman uh, Secretary of State. Wow, that woman, that power. What was it like to have her in your life? I bet it was just amazing. So she was not only a leader. She was a mother, she was a mentor, she was a friend, she was a person. Thank God she was able to go from 
zero to a hundred, because our lives about in it, our lives are about impacting the lives of others. I also saw a little tidbit this morning that Shonda Rhimes and all of her great creations. <laughs> That even her children have to get used to the fact that she's their mom and she writes stories that impact the lives of their classmates and their peers. And so it's it's really great being a woman in this day and time, learning to use our voices and to speak up. There's power in community. Find your community, find your tribe. And if you can't find it, create one. So this has been your host of Leadership Legacies and Legends, Mary Fernandez. Leadership, Legacies, and Legends Unleash. You have a voice. You have some thoughts to share. I know when my heart is, is heavy or distracted, I work to show up. And you will be able to get to know me as time goes on. That there must be something going on in her head and her heart that she's not saying. For sure it is. <laughs> but I wanted to show up. And I thank you for listening. I thank you for your time. This is your host, Mary Hansel Fernandez. <laughs>